after school each day and watch themselves. We are the children who fought viciously with our siblings. We set toasters on fire making cinnamon toast and aimlessly roamed the neighborhood hoping for something to do. Urchins adapted to not need anyone. Our spiny prickly parts keep people at a distance. Sometimes we were the kids other kids' parents warned you about. <laughs> Sometimes we were the kids who held it all together, saved our families, and got perfect grades in school. Sometimes we were the teens who found comfort in drugs and alcohol. Now we are the adults who realize that our nurturance needs were not fully met and we're healing that inner kid and breaking generational trauma. So whether you're a latchkey, an urchin, or a friend, you are wanted here. Hi, we have a special episode today where we are joined by our favorite co-hosts, Kevin, the anonymous psych. Psych nurse. <laughs> That's what they call me. That's what they call and me. Tyler Tamai. And we had both of them on for a couple of episodes last year. And Tyler, you did a whole a whole bit for whole bit. Uh, I thought about that just Christmas. before we were getting on. I was like, remember Tyler's like, follow me over here. Yeah. You go back and listen to last year's Christmas one. It was so good. Or watch uh, the however. Yeah. Um, I was really I was really trying to like do like make this like great production with no effort or you know understanding of how it is to produce a thing so how was, I was that pretty, i was pretty proud with the end result you know nice nice yeah it um, worked out for you man it worked out thank you thank you and, and you don't have to try anymore it's <laughs> which is great i've been i've been trying to keep that going for 30 something years <laughs> it's true i've known Let tyler go. since middle school yeah. and i can confirm <laughs> i've never seen him try <laughs> um so we are going to hear some listener christmas stories none of us have listened to them or read them in advance so that we can all just react and i think we got a bunch of good ones i'm really really excited um Let's, let's, um, let's intersperse. Hey. We all have our own Christmas stories. Um, just, just before we actually like get into the main content, um, I just want to say like, I am so happy to be back and I'm so excited. And I was like getting the anxiety because I was like, I had like the butterflies and <laughs> uh, all the things. Cause I'm just so happy to be doing it. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Aww, so it's heck? great to see you guys. Great to be here. Well, we're super, yeah. super stoked to have you. Throw a feelings oh, wheel yeah. at Tyler right now. Let's I just like, actually throw a feelings that's wheel. a great idea. Yeah. Tyler, you're doing Let's feelings do a, wheel. Yes. Yeah, you're gonna have a feelings this. wheel. Okay, tell me <laughs> I have my finger going around this wheel. <laughs> tell me when to stop. I want you to do a couple more laps. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, stop. Wow. I, don't, I don't know what yeah. we're doing here. Just tell me when to stop. Wait, stop. Guess the feeling. Stop. Okay. Regret. <laughs> <It's>... oh. <laughs> <laughs> Violated. What? Wow. Is that a... 
So what is the what that's is the like point a, of this? That's six here? months of therapy. That's not a feelings. Wheel. I know. That's like I know. That's half, that's whew, nine that one's months heavy. and a psychedelic so you just name a time. This is end. a new game we have now that we do that you guys missed last year, where you name a time recently. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and what it feels like in your body. <laughs> I'm glad oh we're God, starting with like, dude. I, I guess I really shouldn't have expected just, just any different. Out. Honestly, yeah. it's like, no. it's like, we're all right. When's the most you. recent time that you yeah. experienced trauma? I, yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Like right should've, now. I should have known, dude. Feelings will game. Yeah. Go, go ahead and grab your feelings journal, Tyler, and just go to the first paragraph there. Yeah. 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 You got tissues. I don't have to like dig really deep. I don't think. Violated. Jeez. Um, I, you know, like I have lots of, lots of work situations where, um, you know, I feel that my own, like, mm, like at least my personal comfort is certainly violated. Um, and, and sometimes it's no fault of the, the patients because I, I, I serve a difficult population just like Kevin Anonymous. And so there's sick people, but nonetheless, they can say or do things where it's like, dude, not, not cool, you know, and, and it's, you know, it ranges from just saying things that are like, wow, why would you say that to a person who's trying to help you? Or, you know, the worst things that you can imagine, like poop flinging I and mean, these things. Wait, poop that, you flinging? Know, yeah, dude, like it's, it's a spectrum of violation in, that in healthcare. That is so violating. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It really is. Okay. Like we, physically, emotionally, we call them mentally. we call them um shardists in the industry. Someone that throws <laughs> shit to paint. Yes. <laughs> I I, I that hear you. Not... I will oh Okay, wait, so the second well, part I may of the... need to bring some of that yeah, into my art table. Some shard. Okay. All right. Um the second part of the feelings wheel is what does the yeah. feeling feel like in your body? Oof. In or around your body. In or around my body. Yeah, depending on how dissociated you are. <laughs> so um, I, I feel like there's like with conflict at all, there's like, mm, like some of the physical feeling for me, like entry wise is the same where I feel like adrenaline I get like, you know, a little bit mm. of the sweaty. Mm -hmm. I can feel like palpitations happening. And depending on um, like how much anger is associated, then it sort of goes from there as far as like what my physical reaction, like what it's going to feel like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because even like, because when I get angry and like uh, am at the point where I want to like, you know, either argue or engage on that level, then um yeah dude like my heart's racing like it does it feels like it's intense you know i don't know about you guys mm -hmm. but yeah it's mm -hmm. uh yeah. sometimes it feels good and other times it just mm -hmm. happens because um like a panic response <laughs> and i'm not wanting to feel this way but like i'm arguing with somebody you know does that mm -hmm. yeah. make sense at all yeah and that's real time i'll post a slightly confrontational not even confrontational but a slightly authentic this is how i really feel comment that's mm. worded pretty well and my 
body sometimes wants to pass out just from like a mild. Mm -hmm. So I can't even, you know, that I'm imagining that kind of, but it's like for Tyler, he doesn't have a choice. Like that's that's what I'm saying. You still have to to take care of this person, right? Like you still have to be compassionate and competent, you know? (laughs) This is a little bit of housekeeping. Do you go and discharge that? Like shart that feeling out somehow? (laughs) Like jump around in the parking lot or something. Oh man! Or go to the bathroom. I'm just sharting my feelings. <laughs> so yeah. I'm 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 really fortunate with uh, like my immediate team that I work with, like my colleagues um, on my unit. Like we're all really tight knit, so um, we support each other like a lot in that regard. Um, so being able to like vent to others like immediately nice. and usually nice. like it's not like these situations are happening in a vacuum, you know, like somebody else has witnessed it. So we can like sort of yeah. decompress together and like process through yeah. it. When I have a patient that is unruly or a family member, that's a little bit high needs. I like to say mm-hmm. when you're mean to me, it makes me not want to help. Oh. You. So do you need to take <laughs> 10 minutes and we can circle back and reset. And when you stop being mean to me, then I'll come and take care yeah. of you again. How does that sound? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a healthy boundary. Yeah, that is that is a healthy boundary. Good parenting. I, I think Good I, um, inpatient parenting. Right there. I was definitely yeah. definitely uh, taught, and it was reinforced for me the "when you I feel" kind of statements. So I yeah. think that nonviolent it's pretty, communication. Yeah, yeah, and it's like base level. Like any any jerk can comprehend that. You know, like it's it doesn't require a lot of like uh, emotional intelligence to be able right. to like. Right. Yeah, it works really that. well. Right. So, um, yeah. great job, Kevin. Kevin, we're gonna do a feelings wheel for you later. But um, so last yes, year, Thank you. Kevin actually submitted his his Christmas story. Um, and then, but he, di- but we'd already recorded the episode, so we didn't get the chance to include it. But it's it's really good. Are you ready? Are you ready to share your Christmas story, Kevin? Oh, yay. do you have? Wait, are we recording? listening to his thing? He's gonna, or is he gonna re- recap it? Uh oh. Do you have the recording? Is, I, no, recap it live. I don't think recap so. it live. Well, I hope it's quite similar because, as you know, with traumatic events, they tend to vary from time to time. <laughs> <They> <laughs> Dude, every every time I tell like stories, like they just get a little bit softer around the edges, just for my own sake, you know. It gets easier <laughs> yeah. for me, you know. <laughs> it didn't hurt that kidding. bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Kevin. So, uh, around about the time that my parents had separated and they were still struggling through um, shared Christmas time. They knew what I wanted for Christmas. I mean, I was, you know, I wanted, I wanted some, some monies for, for some smokes. Cigarettes. Yeah, some cigarettes. You know, I had to Wait, how old were you? Wait, oh, gosh. how old were you? Yeah. 14? 15. 15? 16, <laughs> all the, 14, Wait, you 15, were asking 16, for, you were smoking at, at 14? I wasn't like asking for cigarettes. Probably? I was asking oh. for, for money. And so there's this. Money. <laughs> Got it. We would go through, you know, we would open the stockings first and that's, you know, tended to be where the cash was. Or my mom would put like a little card on the Christmas tree and be like, I love you. And I'm like, sure, where's the money? Mm. And then I would jump into my dad's car 
and drive down to the local JJ's. Yeah, I take the money and go buy a pack of I, either cam Camel Wides. 14? Well, yeah, because they thought that I was my father. And the reason they thought that I was my father is because I would go down there with his checkbook and I had his driver's license number memorized. So I would put it in the memo, like before they asked me for an ID. This is back when you use checks. And I would, I would say his driver's license yep. number yeah. now, but, you know, we'd have to redact that. But I knew, because I, I still know it. So, you still know it? I, I do. It starts with an N. Yes. So I would, I would go down. Uh, so the, with, the, with the Christmas money, is I would go buy smokes like an honest man, an honest 14-year-old man. Sure, you know, but, sure, sure. But they would yeah. sell them to me because the staff at this little then. local market thought I was my father. And so I would go down there buy the cigarettes while we're opening presents, smoke one because, you know, I hadn't had one in a few, and then come back to the house and finish the opening presents. And, like, nobody would really be so like... So this is, like, between stockings and actually opening yes, presents? Yes, No, like and take it's a like, break, like, hang on, now that I got my Christmas money, I gotta go get my fix, yeah. dude. <laughs> That's but amazing. Like nobody really said anything to me. Like, I can't imagine. You like, smelled the cigarettes on you? Yeah, I would go and smoke a cigarette and then come back, you know? And, and, but it, but, the, but, the, but the, the, the other part of the story wow. is that I didn't have a driver's license, but I was driving my dad's car down the street. So it was, it was quite a situation. You know, we were at the JJ's one time. <laughs> I went in with my dad, and he took me down to the store, and I was like, oh, God, please don't make me come in. He's like, why don't you come in and help me? And I'm like, no, I really don't want to go. And he's like, come in. And I'm like, all right. So we go in there. Because I'm you. And <laughs> he goes to buy the groceries with this checkbook. And they were like, you're not this person. Like, he's this person. And my dad looks at me like, what are they? And I'm like, I don't know, man. This is weird. This is weird. I was like, and then I... Like, <laughs> And I, I was like, no, leave. it's really him. Yeah. <laughs> sort of sucks here. <laughs> Fuck these people. Yeah, so, yeah, so then I, you know, oh. I had to go to a different store from then on, but yes. Yes, the cigarettes on Christmas. We, um, we switched okay. to the AM, PM after that. Yeah. yeah I did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I did. All right. All right. Smoke oh breaks as a 14-year-old, because just yep. opening gifts is too much. I, I just can't. I, just I can't. love that moment in the store with stressful. your dad. Yeah, where you get that's caught. That's so funny. Yeah, it that was awesome. It was pretty great. Dude, that's that some that's cool. some like Flintstones level stuff, you know? Yes. yes. So funny. Uh, thank you, Kevin, for starting uh, us off. That's Freaky welcome. Friday shit, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, like we switch bodies. Yeah, yeah. He would have been good at that. Dude, so, I, re I remember some of that. I definitely yeah, remember you were around the, that whole situation, like when you told me or when you were just talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the, the whole you pretending to be your dad situation. Yeah. I mean, if you write down somebody's you, driver's license when number. When did you go through puberty? Were you like, 
Are you um, like young beard and and all yeah, the like with like the mutton chop, Adam's apple dude. And, voice and all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> they d- they didn't ask for a birthday on these checks, dude. Because otherwise, <laughs> they would have been like, "Sir, sir." I'm there's you. no like you may have gone through puberty early, but you weren't like looking like you were fifty at yeah. fourteen. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right. No, no, no. Well, you didn't have you to show go... the driver's license. It's just a number, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number, right. And that was back in the day. They would ask for your ID for your check to make sure you are who you are. But if you confidently write down your driver's license number, they don't ask. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. we gotta. Yeah, we actually gotta move right, right move along on. with the Christmas stories. Yeah, yeah. So let's do. Let's Good play one, one, and then um, and then I have I have a couple. My mom actually she didn't want to do recording. She's like a mega introvert, but. She's I I have permission to her, share man. a really a really juicy good Christmas story um, from her childhood. Today. Okay, today so. starting today. Now, yeah, let's <laughs> 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 <This> mute. <laughs> okay, so here's a submitted. Um, and we have not heard these. None right? of us have these heard are, this. Okay, this is really ready? exciting. One year we did not have a Christmas tree. But on the 26th of December, my father showed up with four. He set them up in the living room. But the day had already passed, and they went undecorated. (laughs) Apparently, Christmas trees are a fraction of the cost the day after Christmas. Oh, my God. (laughs) They they may have been free. Yeah, dude, they may have been free. On the day. They may have just been curbside. For real, I bet he drove around the neighborhood. Well, if you chop off the top and then chop off the middle and then put them in different stands, then you have more. One tree can you can turn into four. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. With a little pruning. Yeah, Yeah. you only need one, but you need it on Jesus multiplying shit, right? Like loaves and fishes. I'm going to multiply this Christmas tree. (laughs) Okay, so. Um, uh, we she sent us another one too. This is Amelia from our. Sounds like it episode. was just a bare tree too, like to show you up. Think like Charlie Brown on the kinda... day after. Very not yeah. even Charlie Brown. Like there ain't shit on there. <laughs> okay, just some tree action. Wait, like just smell it. This one she <laughs> yeah. did tell me, and it's that might so, be enough. It's so good. Hold up, hold up, everybody. She she sent us another they one. Put Christmas trees. So, in so cars. who is this? This is Amelia again. Little... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, my father worked in construction. And one year for Christmas, he took the clear adhesive film that they put down to protect carpet when you're working inside someone's house. And he dumped the entirety of his change jar onto it so all the coins got stuck and then rolled it up and presented it to me (laughs) as a Christmas present. Okay, so... That dude I know. is clever. <laughs> Why is there not a show about him on Netflix? So there, there should be. So I knew Joe for a little bit, her dad. And I mean, and he's also, he's an artist. And they're an art family. And so I think this is lovely. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's pretty awesome and kind of classic Amelia's dad. Um, yes. Yeah, I guess so. But to me, the the urchin part of it, is that urchin is strong in this one yeah the urchin Mm. is strong in this one is that it Mm -hmm. feels good to know that someone in our life is thinking about us actually last year who was that that submitted that one was that sue 
um, submitted a story about um, the fact that no one's thinking about her. No one got her a present. It's nice yeah, to think that people are thinking about. Yeah, they decided not to do gifts this and, year. As a, yeah. 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 And so it's nice when you go, oh, like, my parents paid attention um, to me. Um, and when they don't, that really hurts on some level. And so, like, the fact that he kind of, like, forgot to get her a gift and then at the last minute was like, let me roll up some change. <laughs> You know, I can get that's... some cigarettes with that. I mean, right? <laughs> no, right? No. Dude, I mean, like, depending on the age, I mean, here's though, my like, take. I'm not going to undo amazing. it, but, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to have to pull the change off this person, but... I can imagine, yeah. though, like, kind of, like, growing up um, and maybe, like, not even quite... And I'm speaking kind of more generally, but, like, not quite knowing who you are. Like, if 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 it was like your parents didn't echo that for you, like if you didn't say like, I really want this thing, not that like things matter that much, but then they kind of never demonstrate that they're paying attention that you also exist and have wants and needs, you know, after a while, then it's like, you don't know who you are. (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, I think, I mean, like now kids are just like, I, I can't tell you how many emails I have with links at August, like, and this, and then this thing, and then this thing, there's no escaping. I'm like, that jerseys are like $130. Like, you're going to have to choose. You don't get the black and the green one. And you your can't kid is with... living a very nurtured, unurchiny childhood. Oh my God. Mm. What is it? Mm-hmm. What's that going to So look is like? yours, Tyler. I think, I think the, yeah. the yeah. climate crisis is going to get worse. Yeah. With these kids. <sighs> I don't know. Um, we used to um, call it global so, warming, but people decided that that was a bad term. And climate crisis is actually um, better received. Oh, is that new? Yeah. That's the more term. It still doesn't. Oh, climate crisis okay. is better received. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we and like, in my there's day, so many people who are like, well, whole... warming. It's not warm right now at all. It's freezing. I you know. know. And so, like, they're but like, we fixed the hole. Us Gen Xers, we were like, you know what? We did our part. We didn't drink out of styrofoam, and the fucking hole closed up. And like, Dude. thank you, Gen what X. Else or, uh, did we do? Or, or fixing uh, acid yeah. rain. That was like resolved. Sure. That was a thing yeah. during that time yes. as well. We can yep. do this climate crisis. We can. Do and that. Sherry, you got to yeah. as as the therapist in the room. You got to give me some yes. guidance on how I'm supposed to respond to these Christmas stories, yes. because I. I <laughs> I'd like to laugh okay. because it's kind of funny, but it's also, yeah. you know, somebody's yeah. oh, we're piece of laughing. trauma and, um, and oh, vulnerability. No. They can go deal with that with their therapist. I can laugh, this right? This is clear. <laughs> no, we're in If you're submitting it for public scrutiny, you like, yeah, you kind of welcome the laughter. with your invisible pen that you got in the mm-hmm. fucking cereal box, like, okay. we're going to laugh so with you. I'm going to share with you. Yes. I'm going to yes. share the story that my mom, my mom submitted. We can and, definitely laugh um, at My mom, mom. Um, <laughs> what'd you say? We can laugh at your mom. With oh, your yeah. Mom. No, that, I was just about to say that. that or... So my mom is like a bit, and she's a big fan of the pod. And, uh, but she is a big fan of like, once you do all the crying, once that's all out, then the laughter comes in. So for sure, that's like where Hopefully. I get my thing. Like you can appreciate the lightness of something after you processed it but you have to process first um yeah but then you're gonna you, cry you don't have to stage. <laughs> i don't know you drop into fucking holes you're like i did that i can tell you how many times and me and my therapist and people here like but we worked on that why am i yeah. sobbing 
like I just I like to know, sprint past the sadness and just get straight into the laughter. Straight into the laughter. Know? That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Laughter bypassing. Yes. The majority of the time I spend with my therapist is that we're laughing, and she's really funny, and and it's great, and it and it helps. Yeah. I think. Um. So, my mom grew up with. This is the sad part. My mom grew up with an alcoholic father, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. It is. It is like actually really sad, and um, he got really drunk all the time. Um, pretty classic alcoholic. Um, like if you read like, um, what was the Irish one? Was it, An- uh, Ange- oh, Angela um, all over, but the shouting, no, Angela's no. ashes, Angela's Frank, ashes, Frank, yes. somebody, yeah. Frank McCourt, yeah, not Rick Bragg. Sorry. You know, where yeah. they'd get paid and you kind of had to try and like get, you know, wrestle the paycheck before they, you know, headed into the bar oh, and gosh. kids were always trying oh, to get gosh. dad to come home oh. from the bar, like pretty classic, oh, 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 you know, gosh. alcoholic. Yeah. And, yeah. um, her story has a couple layers to it, which are kind of, which are funny. Um, but my mom said, you know, by and far that even though Jim, her dad, Jim was always drunk, um, at Christmas he would, he would be sober. So, you know, her and her siblings have tons and tons of bad memories about their dad. But when they think about Christmas, they just think about like presents. Dad would, dad would not drink at Christmas. Um, and they would, um, my gift to you. Who, lots, yes. Experiencing they this? sober for one my day mom, of the year. This is my mom. Yeah, her childhood. Oh, nice. And oh, so sweet. she just remembers like presents, sledding, skating. They always got a pair of um, new skates and they would go skating. She grew up in Montana where, you know, it was very icy. And mm. um, and so but there was just one Christmas. And she said it was it's funny that I asked her for the story because her brother just texted her the other day and was like, do you remember that one Christmas that, <laughs> that Jim was in jail? <laughs> Oh, and she's Jim. like, actually, I do. I was just thinking about that. And he said, uh, do you think I should have bailed him out when he asked? Did I make the wrong choice? <laughs> oh, geez. Wait, Jim is their dad? Yeah, Jim or, is my grandfather. Okay, yeah. yeah. And okay, so okay. my mom said that he he probably got like his sixth DUI. And it was the only time that he got in trouble. And it was maybe like a week before Christmas. And if it's his sixth DUI, bail, it doesn't sound like it's the only time he's gotten in trouble. It sounds like he's Apparently gotten in trouble at least five times Have you been to Montana? Prior. Montana's like right. the state of like road but sodas. But at that time, road <laughs> sodas completely. I, seriously, mm. I've yeah, seen yeah. multiple yeah. family members just grab one for the road. Um, yeah. They only had Dang. a speed limit like a couple years ago. Like you, there was no speed right. limit. Like Montana, it's yes. different. So, but she was saying yeah. like the, there was like maybe like a thousand dollar bail or something. And if he just spent the whole 30 days in jail, the, the bail would go down each day he spent in jail. Um, but he called the house again. And even though the brother, my mom's older brother said, no, my mom's older sister said yes. So he did come home for Christmas, um, that year. Ooh, that's awkward. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) um, but I'll she said, you know, because he kept getting these DUIs. Yeah. <laughs> um, that and, and sometimes he would also wreck the car. Like one time he passed out like drunk on, the, on the train tracks and his car got totaled by an oncoming train. But because oh he was gosh. drunk and his body was like limp, you know how that works? You know, like how yeah, the drunk yeah, driver yeah. will always be the only person to survive. He was like thrown from the vehicle and got up without a scratch. Yeah, that's insane. Jeez. And um, Liv, oh, that's, that's a, a really cool cat, story, man. That's Liv, like some yeah. seven, Liv eight to, lives. Liv to the age Jesus. of seventy nine. Um, 
smoked and drank every day his entire life. <laughs> oh, speaking Jesus. of cigarettes. So, but my mom said, um, were we talking about cigarettes? <laughs> I missed that part yeah, of the conversation. He was smoking them. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, Still. but because he would often wreck the no, car you were. Kevin was. or get a yeah. DUI, um, that he would often take the, his kids' bikes to the, to the bar. And so pretty soon, like throughout her childhood, like yes. everyone would have their bike yes. go missing. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like they'd get stolen or he would lose it or it, it Stolen. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Or he needed yeah. the money. Yeah. 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 So, um, that is That's one beer that Schwinn. That yeah. is my mom's <laughs> drink. My mom's latchkey urchin Christmas. Oh, okay. That's a good one. There was a dude in a, um, I used to run substance abuse groups in the Haywood County jail in in North Carolina and, um, very, very rural. And there was a dude who got a DUI because he was drunk driving his lawnmower to Ingalls <laughs> to get beer and they fucking gave him a DUI. And that's why he was yeah. in jail. I was like, yeah. come that's on. Fantastic. I mean, I guess the blade could have hurt somebody or something, seems, but they were dangerous. like, I know. Dude, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's so funny. I can really like, put my my I can get into that headspace where it's like I've got a loophole I'm gonna drive the lawnmower yes. dude what are you the gonna do to me I'm just like, I'm just driving my nothing. lawnmower There's you no know license plate catch me right. try to write yeah. me a ticket on this I'm going like <laughs> Come seven get miles me, an hour yeah, yeah for sure yeah yep. okay I get it I totally get yeah. it okay who else has a, a little story? interlude and do you story? have a story yeah I do a very quick one a little bit like We'll post this. I'm showing the photo. That's me at nine. Same age as my kid right now. We'll put this in the show and notes. This was, this Describe it. Joe. This was a Perfect. Joe Cool punching yeah. bag. Like Dude, nobody. Yes. It was on no one's Christmas gift <laughs> list. Nobody's. I think I got a clock radio with the like, you know, the digital whatever, which, um, and this Joe Cool punching bag. And not until we just had, like, it confused me at the time. I'm like, why do I want this fucking punching bag so badly? Like, it's really important that I get this. And then our last episode that was just aired, mm -hmm. um, Nivita talked about the rage under the responsibility or parentification. I was like, I needed to beat the shit out of something. And mm. I would, I had that punching bag in my room and would just wail on it. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. and now I realize, like, it never made sense to me that I just did not connect how angry I was. And in this picture, you will see the brother that I'm learning to have compassion for. Currently? None at that time. Oh, no, yeah. He's dead. So you, you can't speak uh, ill of the dead, although. Sure, sure, know, sure. I do, but. Yeah, well, yeah, same. I'm, I'm my in the parts exact same will boat. or whatever. But yeah, I just found that and I was like, that was really fucking weird to want to punch you. People like, what? Why do you have a punch? Dude, you know, I, your friends come over and they're like, why did you, like, you're showing your gifts off and you're like, here's the clock radio and here's like, you here's know, the thing that I express my aggression upon. Yeah, and, and a Joe Cool punching bag. They're like, dude, I remember I when. When I was a kid, I guess like a, a few of us, like during this time period, they came out with these 
Um, they were like punching, uh, uh, like boxing glove kind of things. They were just big inflatable, mm. like things that you put yes. your hands into, mm-hmm. which is like the worst fucking idea to right. give to maladjusted children, right. like me and my brother, because it's just like, you just let a tiny bit of air out of those things and you're just fighting. That's all. There's no padding there. Dude. And it was just like the par- parents were like, yeah, yeah, have fun with these uh, boxing gloves that, you know. You have boxing gloves Whatever, on. dude. You couldn't be MMA for children. Oh, oh dude, it was, no. it was horrible. MMA became a thing. That came from somewhere. Dude, it wasn't My, my brother popular. was just, he would yeah. beat the, the snot out of me, dude. And I just was like, those things are terrible. I knew, like, seeing yes. those things. Like, we, I don't think we actually got them. I think it was like our cousins or something got them and then we went over there and my brother's like oh yeah dude we gotta try these things out and i knew at that time that it was not gonna be fun for me oh no tyler it's so funny how how much violence made it into our childhoods kevin tyler and i are like the same age and um i have like a little tiny story to share of when i was a nanny when i was in college of like an eight-year-old boy his parents were like pretty like progressive Berkeleyites. Um, mm. And like his dad was a lawyer, but he would wear like uh, Converse sneakers, you know, Chuck Taylors with his oh, suits. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. They were like, they were like cool liberal Berkeleyites. Like the father took the mother's last name instead of the other way around. And they oh, were like wow. big into like skateboarding. And, yeah. um, but anyway, so um, the boy would always ask me to go um to like the dollar store like if he saved up his allowance and i was like and so one day we actually went and he bought a little plastic toy gun that i didn't think twice about but um the next day his dad after his dad came home from work pulled me aside and he was like um we don't do guns in this family. <laughs> oh god. Dude i i i could I already oh, knew where this was going when you said yeah, that. No, if, yeah. if you were babysitting yeah. my children and they came home yeah. with a gun, like, yeah, I'd probably probably be a little less It was just like a small plastic. It was like neon. <laughs> it wasn't that realistic at Dude, all. Dude, a little cap gun kind of thing? No, no. Yeah. It, I don't know. It was like oh, the dollar store. The, no, no. Um, it didn't do any gun things. It was really, guns. really oh, lame. That. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. smell. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't <laughs> allowed to have guns. We weren't allowed to have toy guns when I was young. And yeah. so that made cap guns, which are already very cool. It made them even cooler. Incredibly cool. <laughs> so yes. cool. You didn't need a gun, though. You could just throw rocks on a big strand of those it's cap true. things. It's right? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 if, you, yeah. If, you're, if you're willing to yeah. burn the whole roll of caps and just hit it with a hammer, super cool. <laughs> really, really satisfying. Side I note, my grandfather, uh, yeah. he lost an eye doing that same thing but instead of a roll of caps it was bullets when he was a child <laughs> oh, yeah. they were bullets did. with a hammer what? Sure. yeah dude that's For a true sure. story my yeah. dude my lost dad an lost an eye they so were playing cool. this is racist but they were I'm just acknowledging that it's racist uh, playing okay. cowboys and Indians as little kids uh, and his dad yeah. uh, or his older brother had a bow and arrow that he made and he shot my dad in the eye and my dad lost his eye when he was two. <laughs> Your dad lost an eye? Yeah. I didn't so know does, that. Does he, does he have a glass eye? one or is he it's just like a shell? It's a too. shell that goes over the okay. the eye that's oh. in there. Oh. It is so painted. convincing. I've yeah. never Dad. 
I've, I've <laughs> looked at your eye. dad's face that's before, and eye. I've never noticed. Yeah. That's a really Bo- good, yeah, not quality any fake picture. eye. I know. Bonus yeah. latchkey urchin story from my dad here that he did not get <laughs> yes. sent to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> have, have, have you, I mean, like, I'm not, uh, I don't, like, put this on your dad at all. So I'm just throwing it out there. Has he ever considered an eye patch? Just for the style of it. He... You so know? sure, there was a period in my childhood where he, cause he actually got, I was able to have some sight as a kid, but then, um, he, in his late twenties. So I was already like, like my parents started so young that in their late twenties, like I was like five, you know, oh, <laughs> already, you know, Oh, dude, um, that's the same way with my son. I just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like, oh, what losers? You're like, oh, oh, oh and Kevin, and Kevin. <laughs> I, I have a 17-year-old that's driving. So good. Uh, <laughs> oh my that's God. so bonkers. So, um, so he he had surgery on his eye for something else that that happens when you you know, and they couldn't save the iris, like it mm, couldn't, mm-hmm. it broke, you know. And so then he had an eye patch for a few years in my childhood while that, or it seemed like in my head, it seemed like forever. But he did. There was a period in my life where my dad was a pirate. So was no, it like a uh, like a eye patch that you'd get at CVS, or was it like a, a leather number with like a skull and crossbones <laughs> on it? Because that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's way cool. I may start doing it. Do you know? Did you know why why pirates wore eye patches? It's not because they lost eyes in battles, but like so going from above uh, deck on a ship to below deck on a ship. So they're up, up on, there's like reflection off the water. It's super duper bright and everything. And then when they'd go below deck, they'd switch the eyes. So they didn't have to wait for their eyes to adjust to the darkness. Mm. So it's actually like this ingenious device. That's a snapple fact. That is a really fun fact. fact. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't know how (laughs) anecdotal it is, but I've been saying that since I was like 14. That sounds like I'm going to say it now. Yeah, you please, don't have to use eye patches okay. in medicine anymore. Tell people like, that you discovered it. Because it'll it'll your eye muscles will stop working and you'll actually you'll actually cause more damage. Okay, so I don't know if By any wearing of you guys, an eye patch? What? If you if By you patch it up? If yes. you go patch, your eye muscles can, don't like, get the... degenerate the muscles around your eye, it's not recommended anymore. But let me tell you, anybody that's had an eye injury, I had a corneal abrasion. A what injury? A, a corneal abrasion, an eye injury. Okay. And I stabbed my eye gardening the tomato crops in there in the dirt. And I had a stick go right into my eyeball. And I was, it, and it put me down for probably like five or six days. I couldn't move. I couldn't, I had to lay down for days. And I went to the emergency room. And I got this old school doctor and he was great. And he gave me a bunch of like really killer opiates and I felt so much better. Heck but he yeah. also gave me yeah. these like yeah. these, go these go eye numbing yeah. drops. Sorry, and we're, not, like, we're against <laughs> overprescribing opiates. <laughs> no, it was great. Yeah, it's like, nurse, the, like, like the last remaining therapeutic usage of cocaine is with uh, <laughs> ocular surgery. Yes. <laughs> yes. So he gave me a vial of cocaine to tell me to put it in my eye, and okay. it was like I used that. Mm-hmm. I ran out soon. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> Real fast. I was calling him up. I was 
was like, oh, yo, it, yo, I'm out. I couldn't make it to my eye. It went up my nose. Sorry, yeah. I was going to I was smelling my eye drops. It fell. <laughs> yeah. really hard. it fell in my nose. It fell in my nose. I'm wow. so sorry, doctor. Never thought about taking cocaine through the eye. I'm going to poke my eye out and just see what happens. I think there's actually, <laughs> like, there's other, like, sinus or dental surgeries that you can still get. Um uh medical grade cocaine for but i know for for sure yeah, that the I would eye, love eye to is try like that. Well, i know i want to know okay. what lab is out there making medical, medical grade, grade cocaine you know yeah cuz cocaine these days it's, it's, it's his the like cartel. miami vice uh, don john yeah, thing going on no so there's an extraordinarily like higher incident of substance misuse among dentists because they have access to all this stuff, sure. and actually have higher risk of suicide mm-hmm. with dentists. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Snap a fact. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. What is there's that like is a specific not a snapple fact. There's like a, a specific um, <laughs> like vitamin or <laughs> mineral deficit cap. that happens yeah. from abusing nitrous oxide. Um, I can't remember what it is, but uh, it's Brain like cells? it's one of like the big indications yeah. that <laughs> somebody's abusing nitrous is because like they get this very specific set of symptoms that happens and dentists like it happens because i'm gonna look that up and report back i'm gonna look up i am going to look at my dentist i got the next carefully christmas story (laughs) you should you should okay i am oh yeah okay okay so this is the night that i realized my grandmother didn't like me Um, Christmas Eve, approximately eight years old, um, we're at my dad's parents' house, all of his siblings and their children are all there. Um, typical Christmas Eve night, end of the night comes around, get, the gifts get handed out, my dad's youngest brother and mm-hmm. all of their children, all of his children, they all receive... Uh, brand new VCRs, which at the time were probably $600 a piece. I received vomit-colored yarn knit socks that probably weren't even no. actually made for me. They were probably made for a little project that she was, because she was bored. Oh, man. Oh. Well, on our way home, I asked my parents if my grandmother hated me. They, to their credit, told me the truth about her, um, that she didn't like any of her children except for the youngest, and subsequently hated all of their children except Mm. for the youngest. They Mm. gave, she gave everything to her youngest kid and their children. Um, my dad at eight years old had to get a job just to have shoes and mm. feed himself. Gnarly. And same thing with the other two kids. They had to get jobs very, very early. Um, she was an incredibly horrible person treated my dad like utter garbage mm. abused him 
no. You know, uh, in, <clears throat> I, I don't honestly know the full extent of what she did, but we I know she was know. horrible. She was an incredibly racist human being, too. Bonus. Um, sure. Standard. I've always had kind of a weird, like, guilt slash anger thing towards the, the situation because, like, obviously the anger is because I realized that my grandmother didn't like me, which mm-hmm. your grandmother is supposed to like you. But my guilt kind of comes from, you know, the, oh, she made you, she made you a gift. It's supposed to be really special, but it wasn't special. It was just some piece of crap that she found at the house and put a Re-gifted. wrapping on it and gave it to me. So that is the story of when I realized my grandmother didn't like me. That's brutal. <laughs> that is brutal. So I feel for this guy. I feel for this Everybody guy. Everybody got a, a VCR. Where'd Anne go? <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel for this guy. You know, I have two <coughs> grandmothers, and they are both very, very lovely. One has passed and one is alive. Um, but I hear some stories about the one that was alive, and we've talked about this on other – or that is alive. We talked about this on other episodes, and – you know, she had a pretty rough way of raising kiddos and has since softened and, you know, gotten to be a lovely, lovely human. But gosh, mm-hmm. man, what a tough, what a tough thing. I feel for him. I feel like that would be so hard to watch every other kid get the dankest gift of all time and then open yours. And it's basically like getting coal in yeah. your stocking. Oh, my gosh. Allison, yes, imagine the shame. Yes. Yeah. Allison, can you um can you define <coughs> dankest for our, for the listeners? The most chronic. The <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I feel like I'm oh, the only dude. human being left that uses the the adjective <laughs> dank. <laughs> yes, I feel you. Tight, dude. So, Super tight. Um, Tyler, what are your thoughts on that one? I I really was expecting something lighthearted, and I absolutely <laughs> feel for that dude. I I I wish that this kind of story was um, like less common, you know? Because I, I feel like, and, and it might yeah. just be like me and the people that I'm attracted to and like want to talk to, like that they we have these shared experience and we just acknowledge it in each other, you know? But uh, I, I feel like you know if. If I was in a group of friends of mine and one person told that story, that I guarantee somebody would pick up the ball and be like, hey, yeah, me too, because yes, this 100%. happened to me and something similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That being totally. said, um, I had a recent uh, strange experience with my own grandmother. Um, but Do we tell. can. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so she's getting, she's getting um, older and. Um, like her faculties are still mostly intact, but she's um, certainly like kind of slowed down and like maybe gotten a little bit more um, like nervous or anxious or uh, like borderline paranoid of things. But anyway, um, so over the summer I went and visited my mom and my grandmother has been living there also. And my mom had gone out to go and like pick up food or something like that. 
And so I'm sitting in the room with my grandmother who I don't think that we've had more than like a dozen conversations in my entire life, you know? Um, Anyway, so Mm -hmm. we're sitting there in silence for what seems like an eternity. And so (laughs) she's a Fox News grandmother, which Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure you guys can kind of piece together what's going on here. But Mm -hmm. so the the first words that come out of her mouth to me after this long protracted silence are, have you been affected by the recent influx of immigrants? This is what she asked me. Like, this was like the icebreaker for a conversation with my grandmother. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you know, because they're, they're coming over and they're just like taking over, taking jobs, taking, and I was like, dude, I don't think I have the same experience as you, grandma. <laughs> and plus, like, what job are you worried about losing? What you job know? are they taking from you, like, grandma? You're 85, dude. They're freaking, they're taking your seat at bingo night or what? It was, it was just so, so strange and awful. And I don't, I don't know, that, like, go ahead. It's so perfect for our Christmas episode because... Like, what's more holidays than having to talk to your racist grandma, you know, and or, you know, old fashioned Fox News watching grandma and just being right, like, right, right. oh, my God, like, your are unvaccinated QAnon <laughs> Republican <laughs> uncle. Oh, jeez, Stop, you're triggering me. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> oh, man. It was, a rough, it was a rough couple of years. So dude. let's do another story. Losing family to QAnon. It's just, just yeah. misery. <laughs> that that one we just listened to, Tay. That was Tay. Dude, I got I got I got a lot I got a lot of love for that dude. Yeah. And I just want to say like thank you for submitting that story too because Yeah. Yeah, we I did um reach out to, you know, a few of our listeners that interact with us on social media and you know, it can be people either were like um, you know, actually Christmas was like one of the best times. And actually I kind of feel like that too. We had a lot of great Christmases, but then some people were like, you don't want my stories. Like that, like they're dark. I haven't done the healing. Like I'm not going to send them in. So Tay, we, we really appreciate that story. Um, so we have a story from Caroline. She's the one who at Fernwood pool, her mom, when we were talking about not having lunch and stuff, her mom would circle the parking lot and throw a brown bag over the fence, not stopping, just throw a brown bag. Throw sandwiches. Oh, she's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh, I remember you talking about that. That's All really right. Funny. Here's Caroline's story. Hey, guys. So I was calling with the, some funny um, Christmas stories of, I really wasn't a latchkey kid, but um, my mother taught piano and worked in the home, and then my father worked all the time, so we were unsupervised a good bit. And to preface it, Christmas was actually a really lot of fun memories for me growing up because it was a one-time period that I remember my parents actually able and spending a good bit of time with us. Only other time was when we go to the beach for a week in the summer, so I got some funny things to tell so the first one is I asked for a bike one Christmas and I think I might have been about six years old so 1970 something and I came downstairs on Christmas morning and there was a bike but it was in lots and lots of pieces 
And apparently, <laughs> my dad had gone to put it together at the 11th hour after I'm sure quite a few Christmas Eve cocktails. And he went to the toolbox, and lo and behold, of course, there are no tools. Well, that would be because um, it had been my week, I guess, a couple of weeks before to clean out. We had a goldfish bowl, and all the little rocks in the bottom, apparently, in the sink, I had gotten them down in the disposal, and I thought that I would turn on the disposal to fix it, and of course, basically destroyed the disposal in the meantime, and then we got... um, the yep. tools, we went to access the tools thinking we could fix it, all unsupervised, of oh, course, no. which didn't happen. And I think we hid the tools and, oh, of course, yeah. tried to act like we didn't know, Smart. you know, what in the world might happen to the disposal. Always hide it. Yeah, so there was that. And then um, I have a younger brother who is sort of savant-like. He's mentally challenged, but he's very, very smart. And he was obsessed with music. So... Um, and my mother's lovely piano, grand piano was in her little room that she taught in and he went in there and where you put the sheet music to play, to read it on the little thing on the front of the piano, he carved another one bites the dust <laughs> to make yeah. sure that she, and I guess my dad knew that that's the album that he wanted for Christmas. <laughs> So those were good times. <laughs> and then another year, I guess Go my mom, Sanford. she just couldn't get it together. And I think I was either preteen or maybe right at 13. And the wrap gifts under the tree, that none of them had any tags. And so um, it was kind of like musical gifts. And we were at that age where my older brother and I would ask for some similar things. So I... Um, opened a gift and it was lo and behold a Walkman and I was all excited and my mom looks up she goes oh oops that's for your brother <laughs> oh no <laughs> that was a fun memory good times I don't even remember the opening of the gifts after that but mm-hmm. um, and then the last one yeah. I'll tell you my husband reminded me of the other night in our Christmas stockings we would get smaller gifts and it I mean it might be small meaning smaller in size and Cigarettes. I think I had to ask for this year, maybe perfume or something. I can't, I can't remember, but there was literally a card in my stocking and it was an IOU from Santa. <laughs> and you have to remember, this is back in the day, you couldn't just order anything and have it delivered. Mm. Like yep. you had to go shop. And so apparently that didn't happen. Good times, fun stuff. <laughs> I love you girls and I love this podcast. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas, that, that was That was lovely. Wow. Her, her oh. accent, I mean, I just love being in yes. the South. It, 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 I have family out there, and it, it just really, oh, I love it. Accent? I love it. It makes that, me feel her very Her accent nice. is a 10 out of yeah. 10. Yeah. <laughs> Total 10 out of 10. So those, yeah. you know. Thank oh, you. Caroline, I can just feel, yeah. Those were, those were some what? good stories. It's funny because I wrote down a couple of things, whether we get to them or not. But with the, with the, the, the gifts not being labeled, I can relate. My mom used to um, yes. assign us numbers, so there's four of us, and so we one through four. But then she would have a, a key, you based know, on the, the order that you came no, out. No, so no, no, no. So she would change it up right. or whatever. So I, you know, it was never what it priority. Was. <laughs> and the reason being is because we would always look at the gifts and and shake them and try to know what's going on. 
Well, come Christmas morning, she couldn't fucking remember what number was who. So we were all opening each other's gifts, and it was the same thing where it was like, oh, I got this really rad oh, thing. No. And she was like, oh, no, that's for your brother. Like, oh, no. That happened. Oh, that's not year. yours. Yeah. Yeah, because I love <laughs> yeah. him more. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Wait, the oh, one about can. her brother carving another one bites the dust into <laughs> That's fantastic. The piano. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> I am love that kid so much. We all we all were at the pool together. We all grew up like totally unsupervised at the pool. It was That's just great. amazing summers actually. Wait, the bike so, st- the yeah. the di- the disposal story. That was the one where I was like mm, that yes. is the most childhood story I have ever yes. heard. Yeah, dude, I felt this. that. I I felt yeah, those feelings. For sure. This was like your oven story that yes. I made you share <laughs> when you were like I don't yeah. know how the oven broke. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, toaster on fire. Yes. Dude, it's funny cuz there's fire. so there are so many of those things that yes. happened where like yeah, yes. we'd break something or you know, fix something too well, too hard. You know, yeah, and uh, yeah. Then you got to hide it, and, and then you got to make up some elaborate story. Elaborate, elaborate, you know? yeah. Like like Kevin and I having to make up an elaborate story about what happened to his lamp. Uh, oh yes, yes. Did that. Mm-hmm. We 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 did that. Have we talked we about that? that? What happened? To yeah, the it lamp? was it was it was uh, air quotes science project that apparently I was working on when in reality right. wasn't me. I just so, got roped into that were one. Were you guys smoking something <laughs> out of something? What yeah, so, so my mom oh, had two matching yes. lamps that were beautiful, these beautiful blue ceramic lamps. And there was two of them, and they were very prominent in her living room. So I decided to take one, like she wouldn't notice, and then we made a hookah. And it was awesome. You made a hookah? Got off- I was right! I you fucking knew you guys! I know you guys so well! I fucking knew it! We made this beautiful hookah with like six different ways to pull, you know, like the diff- six different pipes. We 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 polyurethane the whole inside, and the design the design was all wrong. The design was all wrong. It, it wasn't super great. And my mom was like, "Hey, Kevin, have you seen my other lamp?" <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about, mom? But yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm starting to remember. I think I wrote Tyler into like, we were making something science. for science. Tyler and had she, a science project. She was like, what the fuck, man? That's my Yeah, like, wasn't it discovered at some point? Like, and yeah, it was, there was the missing lamp. <laughs> yeah, no, like the, and the like lamp hookah was discovered. And they're like, what is this? And Kevin's like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Tyler was using it for a freaking science project. <laughs> oh, man. I, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Yeah, but. It was Tyler. Here's yes. one that was submitted okay. um, from um, Na- the, uh, their Instagram handle is Navy. And they said, um, my mom was the oldest of five spanning 20 years behind her. She felt forced to raise her younger siblings and told me stories of her upbringing, always in the negative tone of learned helplessness and authoritarian parenting she arrived at adulthood resentful and worn out when my parents had me for all the ways she hated how her parents especially her mother raised her she did the same to me authoritarian harsh distant Mm. but she read the the quote best 
parenting books of the 1970s mm-hmm. and applied bits and pieces of their advice as was convenient for her. I'm so curious about that. Mm. She um, mm. crusaded to raise a resourceful, independent daughter, but it translated into me feeling isolated mm-hmm. the, um, around others. I was taught how to, quote, take care of myself um, from second grade, from setting my own alarm clock to getting myself dressed, making my own breakfast, my own sack lunch, walking to school. Um, she had a home daycare and the, quote, paying customers got hot breakfast and ride to school in front of me. No. Um, she, so I'm wondering where the Christmas part is just because she responded to the prompt for the Christmas story. So I'm like wondering now, like, did she want me to share this? Kind of guessing Christmas is. I know. Um, I honestly think she forbade my dad from his urge to help me, telling me they needed to be a united front in facilitating my independence and not to Mm. undermine her parenting by making my lunch or helping me get ready for bed in the evenings. I felt like a set it and forget it child. I haven't heard that before. Ooh, forget it. Um, I developed devastating depression by age seven um, and hid it um, as a resourceful, independent child was capable of doing. Oh, oh, another one. We got you. Yeah, for sure. That wasn't okay. (laughs) All that was was the farthest thing from okay. It was the farthest thing from okay. That fucking uh, I, feel, sucks. I feel that though too. I think probably we, we all do like the parents, like having the intention of creating independent children who, you know, are going to be able to just, you know, self regulate and self manage themselves. <laughs> Sorry, that was redundant. Um, and then it, it not translating. Well, just the well. set it and forget it. I mean, that's mm, like perfect. Yeah. Like you could do independence, but you also have to be in relationship with your kid for fuck's sake. You know, like yeah. you have to spend time with them and then you can encourage independence. But, you know, I don't know. Parents yeah, there's a, there's a like, balance okay, to it, what's I'm the sure. Right, uh, totally. August yeah. is supposed to make his lunch. Here's what he said to me. He was like, something about being an efficiency expert I can't remember how it went, but he was like, I was like, this is, you're not really efficient. Like I'm, I'm like making your lunch. He's like, well, that's efficient for me. I was like, <laughs> little manipulate. That's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I have a really epic story that I want you guys to laugh about from my own life. Yeah. So I have to share it. Okay. So this was an adult, an adult Christmas that I botched. <sighs> And yeah, it's yeah. And um I, I it was uh I, yeah, I think I was like 22. Okay. 20 oh, 22 good. 23 about to turn good, good I'm about to Christmas. Post Asheville. Yeah, post Asheville. Yeah. Okay. And, great time um, in your life. And so at that time <laughs> um I was really into the like the couch surfing website, so oh, I yeah was hosting like a ton of couch surfers from that website. It was like the early days and they were like really good days. You scared me around that. I was like, like, what? Mm -hmm. The wackiest people. It was, um, (laughs) so the, and also couch surfing headquarters was in Berkeley. So they would have these massive, massive parties and you just meet like 
the strangest people all at once. And um, in like this giant house at Berkeley, it was, it was, it was like the, the couch surfing heyday. We were, we were right there in the middle of it. And, you um, and the I yeah. met this, so at one of these parties i met this um guy who calls himself like the six foot seven uh jesus he's jewish he's six seven and he has a lot of um, youtube videos where he says six foot seven jew will rap for you oh yeah yeah i like it okay Okay. and um he is uh like a reiki healer and um he's just all over he does it all he's He's actually covering all the bases yeah he's been featured on humans of new york not once but twice wow (laughs) Um, that's a pretty that's a pretty good accomplishment honestly pretty elite group um And so I actually saw him on there one time. His 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 um, spiritual name is Tadevon, and mm. um, a lot of people will know him because he's kind of a public figure. He he puts out all this content, and um, you know, kind of travels around. But he's he looks like Jesus, actually. You know, he's like a like um, white Jesus. Um. He... Uh, I'm just kidding. I didn't even really put that on YouTube. <laughs> all, of, all of my Bibles depict Jesus as white on, on, on my felt boards that I grew up he with. Has a, all he of has our like, a, like a, you know, a, he's Jewish and he has kind of a complexion that's like, a, he's not the whitest guy, you know. Does he have long uh, hair? Yes. Yes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. Gone. Uh, so, yeah. um, but anyway, so I met him at one of these big couch surfing parties. And at that time in my he life. He's a long couch. Imagine. Seriously, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I really was like, <laughs> hadn't done my, <laughs> hadn't done my like um, healing work around like the fact that most spiritual stuff is kind of BS or whatever. So I was really like, thought he was really cool and interesting because he was like speaking about, you know, uh, doing things with energy and all this kind of stuff that I'm not really into now. But at the time I was like, Oh, that's so interesting. And this person's so different. And, you know, he was like a kind of a permanent couch surfer, which is like another way of saying homeless. And, (laughs) (laughs) and so he like, didn't have anywhere, um, to be for Christmas that year. So I said, oh, no. um, why don't you come with me to my family's Christmas? Yes. <laughs> like a good 22-year-old do-gooder. And yep. so my mom had come up for some reason. And I was like, mom, uh, we're taking Tatevon with us. And my mom was actually really cool about it. And I asked her because she was telling me the other her childhood story. And I was like, do you have anything to say about it? And she was like, you know what? He did not bother me. But my dad was not fucking down. And so I was like, just showed up with this homeless guy, this six foot seven homeless guy who thinks he's Jesus. <laughs> and my dad was like, rap. what? Rap a song you were bringing the, the Lord fuck? home. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. This was Christmas. his second homecoming. Put, putting the Christ yes. back in Christmas. You know? <laughs> That's, right. That's right, Dad. That's right, Dad. I tried to make that argument of like, this is the Christmas spirit, da da da. And my dad was just like, no. We're going like, to sing happy birthday to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny because it's like, well, why did I do that? I think I, what I didn't quite understand was that for P 
people, boomers that have to work 40 hours a week, they just want to rest when they're on vacation. They don't mm. really actually want to host weirdos. So, you know, like right. my, my parents like want to do so, that too. Yeah. Like at the time I was like, what? It's fine. But I, I had only really ever been a student, you know? So I just had no conception of like the, you know, like the working for the weekend mentality that like mm, this mm. literally like yeah. he could not deal with this. It's you not. You didn't know his, that anthem? Everybody's working. Everybody's working for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I do. So the reason though, that I think this is a great latchkey urchin story um, was, I think in some way. They're laughing about the song, dude. (laughs) I know it was because I think I was, (laughs) I think I was trying to, be authentically me and like share that with my parents, you know, in the last episode that we did on parentification, I kind of shared, like, I, I did feel parentified sometimes. And like what I was saying about Amelia's gift, like it feels nice to feel like seen for who you are. And, and my parents did do that. Um, a lot of the time, but I had this other like persona that was like a free spirit, you know, likes to travel around and meet interesting Mm, people. kind of a Yeah. And, (laughs) and I wanted that persona to be seen. Like I wanted to be fully known. That that was your public self. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, um, I think that that's like what that was about for me was like, um, I need, I need you guys to understand that like, this is, this is also who I am. Like someone that really likes like weird hippie. Cause I've also felt like a weird hippie, but then this thing happened where he was doing Reiki on the cat and then the cat died. Oh, oh my god! He oh, fucking no. killed a cat. <laughs> okay. At the same time, like as um, the immediate result, the cat died a couple days later. Okay, so it wasn't Shut like he like incidentally like broke was the cat's it an neck old or something. Cat? Or was this like a medium age cat? Medium age cat. I can't. Have you tried to find where this guy is now? Cat. Where is this guy yeah, now? Is he energy him? like that is dangerous, you know, for animals. You know, they can't handle the amount of energy no, that humans transfer. No, he wasn't able to handle the energy, you know? yeah. Yeah, clearly. Allison, What'd you we, say, Kevin? Where is he now? I think he's in New York City, which is kind of his home base. Can you Colin, can you have him on the right podcast? Now. Oh, my gosh, please. Can we interview no. him? We, Dude, have him us. rap a theme song for you guys. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Like it's yes. a lot of word salads, Interest. you know. It's just his, his – I don't want to, like, discount his reality. Um, he and I are still in touch sometimes, you know, but it's, wow, like, dif- it's awesome. just – It's just different. His reality is different. I feel about my Jesus. Right. You don't want to discount your Jesus' reality. Yeah. You got DMV Jesus, where it's like, I know he exists, but I only go yeah. when absolutely necessary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my registration's yeah. expired. My smog failed. I got to go talk to Jesus for a minute. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's my that's my latchkey urchin right. Christmas. Good. Pretty good, one. right? That's a good. Yeah. That, 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 thank, you. thank you. Yes, Allison. You got to hear August. You got to hear. I want Tyler to hear oh, August' okay. little thirty-second clip. Okay. Yeah, my kiddos. I've been trying to get August to share some Christmas story. And then right before I was coming here, he was like, okay, I got one. Okay. Okay. So, um, for Christmas, my mom got something from Dick's Sporting Goods, right? And when I opened it, I said, 
It smells like dicks with absolutely no context. <laughs> and I didn't get it. But, like, my parents were laughing so hard. And I was like, what are you laughing about? And, like, I, I just was like, uh, what are you laughing? <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Dude, that's that the whole story. That's fantastic. That that's so funny. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. So funny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> he did that just before we left. His He's all about how stuff smells. Like on, it, it, it smells like this came from Target. He was like, smells like a box of dicks to me. Oh man, that's and I like that that story is relatable on several levels. Not just that I can I can picture what the store smells like, but also I can picture presents. What a dick that, smells uh, like. Smell, you know, <laughs> exactly. Not the store. You know what I'm saying? I'm just kidding. That's incredible. There's no way. There's no way I could top that. I I don't. I don't have a, a story that's better. Okay. Oh yeah, that was that, that was, was really amazing. Good. August, you win. So yeah, we in August. I one, found the one, really, really angry one. It's super short. This okay. is from Katie. Yeah. She says, Oh hey, you want holiday fucked upness? We do. <laughs> we do. From We're the down for thank it. you for asking. From the time I was around eleven, I wrapped every present in my house for my parents, even my own. I mm. would put two Katie Love Santa on the oh. she said gd i think is that goddamn box <laughs> yeah yeah my mom did put all the gifts into identical white boxes so i didn't actually know that i was rapping but all the same ho 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 katie oh katie oh, katie i'm sorry so sad. i'm sorry katie i know but somebody in there was like katie you are worth mm-hmm. stuff from santa <laughs> Yeah. 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 Parents, go to therapy. Do your work. I, 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 I was yeah. I was actually thinking yeah. about for as many times as we like we've heard these stories and it's like man I've got a heart for that person because uh, yeah. it's relatable. Yeah. I also like at times I'm like I I know that that like parent or family member like has their own background with some similar or worse trauma. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I still yeah. have that sometimes where I'm like, dude, they must've gone through some stuff to be at For a place sure. where like, this is the way that they are, they're acting. This yeah. is like their outward. Yeah. Interpretation it's a, it's of a coping all skill. Tyler, you're, yeah, you're using a coping gnarly. skill. Yeah. You're using a coping yeah, skill to make things better it's- for yourself. This yeah. is why trauma therapy is really cool because you can actually hold space for the rage of the little yeah. one. Sure, sure. Can over, over in another room, another part of the house, another part of somebody's brain, you and can hold compassion for the other one that's are holding all the space trauma. for everyone yeah. that shared yes. their story, which is so yeah, absolutely. healing. Thank no, you, thank you, thank, thank you, you everyone for sharing your story. And I'm like, I feel bad that I laughed a little bit at Amelia's stories. And I'm gonna have to send her a text saying I think she's fully aware you. of like <laughs> yes. But yes. no, I think I think Allie's right though, like that that like listening to it and relating and holding space for it, like we're we're like it's a huge amount of support just just in totally. doing that. Is like that, I mean that's what yes. friends and, and you know, yeah. family is intended to do. Because like shouldering right. this weight of everything is a nightmare, oh, you know? And like when we have point, multiple people like there in that moment with those same feelings or relating yes. and being there, like that's, 
dude that's uh, yes. i love that about uh about like any sort of like like real relationship that may have like uh some yes. sort of therapeutic value which hopefully like yeah. most of our friendships wait i was just thinking yeah. i was like wait <laughs> i just absurd. did this to someone the other day where i had a meltdown it was you tyler it was me <laughs> oh. I oh. got the meltdown this week. Oh, I felt so you much get a meltdown, better. and you and get I'm a so, meltdown, and I, you I, get I a meltdown. I told you, I told you then though too. Like I'm, I'm flattered, and like yeah. it is, it's a. I really think like it's an honor to be able to like stand in that place for somebody. You know, and yes. like that's like I'll one of my big draws to healthcare yes. <laughs> is like, that's man, right. it is an honor. Like when somebody's like hurt and vulnerable, to be able to stand yes. there and be like 100%. there for them is like that's a privilege, man. If you're yes. in that position of trust, that's a privilege. And I, hey, Tyler, I, I especially because Allison, in your last episode, you had a bit of a moment in the parentification episode oh, where you're no, talking no. about holding no, that no. space. And we all do, I do that, you do that, yep. Anne does that, Tyler does that, where, where we're like, yo, like, I, you know, who can I call? Who can I be vulnerable yeah. to? And you, and Tyler was that person for you. And so, Tyler, it makes it even more special because she doesn't do that usually. That's right. From what I gather. I know, from I'm getting, I'm getting emotional, about. actually talking about it well so but i did it to Anne the previous monday and so it was actually okay. tyler's turn and then so kevin i i'm You're gonna next. need I'm you to be on there monday. for this week this coming yeah, monday. You, you are the next you are the next toaster for allison oh. i you love are, that you, you say gotta, that all, yes. like i'll be your toaster of it yes. like uh I'll what's that movie toaster. i'll be your huckleberry, I'll be your huckleberry. Yeah. yeah 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 yes yes i will melt I will melt your care. You guys, away. There's yes. absolutely yes. like a merch, a merch opportunity here for you guys, like a sticker yes. is. that yes. says like yes. "I'll be your toaster oh, oven." I'll be your toaster oh. oven. I'm, I'm for it. With, I'm for it. Yeah. Unfolding. I, right I expect now. some sort of yeah. royalties from this idea yeah. when you yeah. uh, when you cash yes. in on it. I have please. five yes. on it. Yes. I I want to. I am gonna like. I am gonna start doing some shart for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you just yes. joining us. Oh yeah, for those of you just joining us. Yes. So Anne, so Anne, those moments where you're there. Callback joke, dude. Yes. So yes. a shardist, a shardist. Yes, yes. So we have shardist. Yeah. And then oh, we no, also have. I got it. I don't have the ist on it. I'm just telling. We have we have shardists and we have painters. <laughs> and so a shardist is making art. <laughs> And a shanter is just painting. <laughs> and they're very two different things. Dude, so <laughs> is the is the product right. that they're creating, could it be Shardisan? Shardisan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna be oh. in like a Starbucks or something and I'm gonna see something that says yes. like artisan inspired and I'm not gonna be yes. able to not think Shardisan no. inspired. Yes. <laughs> so thank you for that, Kevin. Yes, Chardonnay. You're welcome. Give Chardonnay meats, Chardonnay mm -hmm. cheeses. Ooh, Chardonnay yes. cheeses. Yes. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we do have one more story. It's kind of a long one, so Tyler, feel free to hop off. I do. It's, I do have to. We, yeah. Have to okay. Hop off. And then okay. we'll make uh, we'll make Kevin do uh, a feelings wheel. Merry then we'll, Christmas. To yeah. Merry yeah. Christmas, Happy holidays. Tyler. Merry and Christmas. Yes, love you. Love y'all. Love you, Tyler. I'm, I'm love so glad you. I love you, Tyler. Again, it's so great. It's you guys. 
I feel like I'm a little bit famous when I get to do this. Like, yes, like you I are. listen yeah. to you guys, and it's like, no, oh, wow, this is so cool. One. And then I get to you're come on, and I'm like, one. oh, man. And then I get to listen to it later and just despise myself and wonder why <laughs> I said these things. Now. I don't listen to them for, like, <laughs> I wait six weeks between listening yeah, to them. Yeah, minimum, minimum. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. To wrap up, it's time for Kevin to do the feelings wheel. Okay. God, I'm not doing a fucking feelings no, wheel. No, we're not doing it. By we, the way. we do them too much. Okay. But Kevin hasn't I'm had to do it before. setting a boundary there. Yeah, okay. Kevin, come on. So, you know, when I, when I listen to your episodes, like excited about it. the feelings wheel yeah. gives me a lot of anxiety um, <gasps> just listening. Pick anxiety. Really? So talk about it. It does? I'm ready to play it. Okay, you're ready. All okay, right. tell me when All to right, stop. Miami Vice, let's go. Stop. Hostile. 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 And not like a hostile while you're traveling. It's hostile. T-I-O. Not the hostile that I would have like met Tatevon. Right. Not a hippie bum. hostiles. No. Like, hostile. Hostile. I felt hostile when someone threw poop on me. At work. <laughs> I feel hostile when somebody okay. throws H O S T I L E. Hostile. Um, <laughs> so I work with um, a physician who has a lot of power and not a lot of grace um, mm-hmm, and compassion. Mm-hmm. And um, Sometimes I see care that I don't agree with. And um, to the best of my ability is I I advocate for my people and and do the best I can. But in the the structure of healthcare that we work in in this country, um, you know, I'm often trumped. Um, And so sometimes I feel hostile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, towards not the the person, but the the actions um, and the outcomes, and that feels mm. to me um, I feel a little bit fearful. I feel um, a little bit helpless. Almost like a child um, mm-hmm, in a situation mm-hmm. that I can't control. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that makes my body feel tense. It makes me feel flush. Um, mm. And it's very uncomfortable. Hostile. H O S T I L E. It's like a spelling bee. Thanks, Kevin. I really like that image about being a kid, like a helpless Mm. kid. I totally get that. And it really actually helps me understand hostile a little more because it's it's a defense. It's like Mm -hmm. against feeling helplessness. It's a defense. And it's and it's not, I don't think I've really ever felt hostile towards a person so much, is more the actions. 
the precursors to those actions and like the outcomes. Yeah. Good one. Very Thanks good for playing one. the feelings wow. wheel really, game. Like whoever the anxious part in you that mm-hmm. like showed up to start the game, like you're actually quite adept at this. It actually I feel better now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Then, well, I mean, I, I, I do want to just briefly say how much I honor you and Tyler being in the roles that you are and holding space for people that are at the, often at the margins of society, mm-hmm. just in their mental illness and their dysregulations. And I know it's super hard. So, anyways, I just honor the shit out of the two of you. I, I appreciate that. And Aaron. showing up yeah. as best you can. I really do. Yeah, it's incredibly important. There's so little dignity in this world at times, and you guys are showing up, even with the shantest and the shardest, and just <laughs> appreciating their work. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Oh Thank my you, God. Anne, for Yep. That. You're welcome. Yeah. Somehow we have to tie buttholeology into this. Yeah. Later know, episode. Later yeah, episode. we need to do a regular reminder of buttholeology because any one of us at any time can have our buttholes close up and, and get full of shit and yep. think we're one hundred percent better yes. than yeah. others or yes. know what we're talking about. Nobody knows what they're talking about. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> So on that note, yeah. um, we hope everyone gets through the holidays. Yeah, all right. Merry Christmas. This was a this is this 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 like whole experience felt like a Shantus Shartist. It's it's the best. It's the best Shantus Shartist. Gestaltist. Happy happy. The, how do you say? Wait wait wait. Shartist wait, Christmas. Gestaltist. It was a Gestaltist experience. Well, just be careful not to have a whoops poop. Because you know that that can happen too. And happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, ha- Merry Christmas, um, Festivus, yeah, yes. Yule. And if, and if and if you're out there and you have family members being like deliberately poopy. mean to you, like yeah, poopy to you, just like take that poop and like shaint it up, throw man. it on a wall, yeah. like, just throw it on a wall, right back just him. paint it, just create and be yes. like, you know what, Draw you a picture ain't, you of them and give it to them for yeah, your holiday. In, yes, with yes, absolutely, we got you. Yeah, I have a, a mental image of Anne's. Uh oh, no, Anne's okay. uh, b- uh boxing uh boxer. Oh, what is the that Joe called? Cool? The yeah. Joe cool. Yeah, yeah, along with Tyler's boxing gloves. Oh, we will That's beat the, the shit out of any plastic <laughs> uh, causing climate crisis plastics pieces. Yeah. Uh, we will we will beat them for you. Yes, okay. in a safe way where you don't go to jail. But, yes, but you get the like you get like the, my grandfather. Wow, yes. we're really tying in a lot of pieces here. We are. Look at us tying this up. Like, yeah. all right. Well, I'm gonna go jump working, on my. When you're working with shit, and, local, when you're working with shit, it, it's not real clean. So you do your best. What'd you, you say, Kevin? I said, well, I'm about yeah. to go jump on my kiddo's bike and go to the local uh, the pub here. So it was nice talking with <laughs> no, you guys. No. <laughs> So good. So good. All right. Good night. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to Latchkey Urchins and Friends. If you like what you heard, follow, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts, but especially Spotify and Apple. And if you didn't like it, just go ahead and uh, hold that in, just like you've been doing since childhood. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we love hearing feedback. Please visit us online at latchkeyurchins.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. This podcast is produced by Allison Sabula and Ann Sherry. Episodes are edited by me, Allison. They're audio mastered by Josh Collins, and our theme music is by Proxima Parada. <laughs> <laughs>